what's up what's up what's up y'all you know who it is it is your girl mrs sutton and you are on another episode of after effects y'all me and king solomon jr had to pop up on here it's very rare we doing these episodes y'all so y'all better tune in when we do them and for you guys that seem to enjoy my voice, shoot over to our YouTube page. After Effects got this YouTube page. I'm putting up spoken word segments and just speaking some straight facts on there. So go ahead and check that out. Which is also going to become audio. So listen, we got a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, It's about to get stupid. So, continue listening. We appreciate you. If you want to donate to support the show, Cash App is always uh, in the bio. Uh, Money sign, GCC Love. We appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Keep sharing and liking our content. Um, Letting us know what you want to hear about. But without further ado, Mrs. Sutton. So, y'all... I don't know what's been in the water this week. I don't know if it's something been in the Kool-Aid. If some of y'all been up in here sipping that funny juice. I don't know. But this week has been pure shenanigans. Okay? That's putting it mildly. Oh, my boy. Listen here. Now. Y'all know I'm not the type to get on here and just expose nobody and put nobody out there. A lot of it got to do with the fact that I actually love what I do for a living. But I'm going to help some of y'all out, okay? Keeping it very, very nice. I'm going to help some of y'all out. Some of y'all need to reconsider when y'all accept these positions. In leadership. Okay? Listen. If your employee is telling you that they sick, they're not feeling well. I guess some of y'all managers done forgot that we done been in a whole pandemic. That the seasons are changing, so we're coming upon flu season, pneumonia season, folks who have allergies, sinuses. COVID is up in its numbers again. Why? Because COVID is a upper respiratory infection, people. Yay! So if your employees are coming to you, And they are telling you that they are sick. They don't feel well. And they can prove it. Let me throw that out there. Because I know we got some of these folks that like to play sick because they don't want to work. I know that. But if they can prove it, please be smart and send these folks home. I don't know what is wrong with y'all where y'all would rather fill up space. Then to sit up there and protect the safety and the well-being of your other employees. As well as the people who do business with y'all. Because y'all so concerned about some numbers. Talk about leadership. Effective leadership is not going to worry about a number because an effective leader knows how to do the job too. Mm-mm. Oh, did I say that? An effective leader can do the job. One thing, when I was a team lead, I could do the job. I could cover from my staff. I did the job. I worked with them. So if one of them needed to leave, for whatever reason, it meant I had to do the job. Ooh, ooh. See, 
that's the problem. Folks get too big for their britches with these titles. But let me help some of y'all out. Please stop setting yourself up for lawsuits. <laughs> Write-ups. <coughs> and all kind of problems. Because when you deny yep. an employee their civil rights and they can prove it and they turn out to actually be telling the truth and are ill and they decide to prove it you're in trouble you in trouble 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 point blank period because they can prove it so protect yourself we're gonna start there King Solomon yes (coughs) ma'am I'm sorry after offense family I am getting over a nice little nasty upper respiratory little bug I had going on. No COVID. No COVID, thank you, Jesus. Um, no flu, nothing. That just had a little upper respiratory situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it, I'm thanking God that I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, still getting my laurels back but um i'm coming around so if y'all happen to hear a little slight little coughing and stuff you know don't mind it i'm just getting the last bit of this stuff out my system mm-hmm. but um back to what i was saying mr mr sutton King Solomon, what you got to say to this <laughs> Well, y'all know I'm the wild card of the bunch, so I pretty much say what's on my mind. Facts. Uh, speaking straight from my heart, because I know a lot of times it sounds like I might not have one. Mm-hmm. That's because I've been through a lot. I've been under... A lot of false leadership. Mm. Um, every job I've had, I can effectively say I've really only had about one, two, Roughly about three bosses, maybe four. One, like to play crazy. So that's why I said maybe four. But roughly three bosses that I respectfully to this day have nothing but love and admiration for. But for the mother ones, let me explain something to you. That's what we're going to call this episode. Accountability and leadership. Everybody is in the uproar. There's too many self-scans. Self-checkouts. Well, as I said, I'm the wild card. And I always, whatever comes up, comes out. Let's start with the number one reason for the self-checkouts. Number one, the supervisor and or managers does not come in. What's the word I'm looking for? If. Effectiveness. Yep, I said it. 
the supervisor or managers do not come in effectiveness. Let me share something with you. I worked at a grocery store. Mm. One of the greatest jobs I've ever had in my life. Because I got to be humble. And I also got to do something. I met a lot of new, a lot of people every day. I might not sound like a people person, but believe me, I'm, I really am. I just don't really care for people that much. It sounds weird, right? But it's true and factual. It's strange. I, my boss was a lady, and I had another ma- uh, store manager that I adored. Like, them two, if she called me today, and if I had it, I don't care what type of I would drive to where she at to go give it to her. Because she didn't look. She didn't care what color you were. She didn't care what side of town you lived in. Look, I'm going to just put it out there. One day, I had barely enough gas to get to work. How cold my boss was. She went in her pocket and gave me $40 to put in my tank to go get back home. And she said, give it to me on, uh, in your check on Friday. Like, you sure about this? Like, yeah. Always looked out for me. To this day. I love that lady. She she was literally everybody at the job called her mom. Even some people that was two hundred years older than her. Uh, I'm done. I'm just saying they look like it. But she was amazing. Love her so much. And then I went and had a few other jobs. One of the jobs that I had, I hated. Now, for those of you that not quite sure what I'm talking about, you pretty much can tell I'm the tech guy on this all-star team. So, I worked at the call center for a cable company. Pretty good at my job. Anybody that has ever worked at a cable company knows that you have between five in six minutes so they wanted to talk to a person on the phone troubleshoot their problem and if not roll the truck speaking for a former employee that was really good at what he did I got I was there almost two to three years. I was written up almost two to three years that I was there. And the number one reason I was written up, if you ain't figured it out by now, I told you in the intro of this, my talk time. Yes, Lord. My husband is a talker. It wasn't even me though. Half of the time, it literally, generally, when I was there, it was not me. For those of you that have cable service and have experienced problems in your service, I'm the guy that you call and get connected to on the other end of the phone and cuss out for an hour. 
that can't get two words in. I'd just like to remotely thank all of you for getting me rolled up. But listen, here's the crazy part. As we're talking about management, there is a reason why I said, and I will say, and this is advice to everyone. Please don't let your family or extended family help y'all get a job. Oh my God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please. Because I have a family friend. Lord Jesus. And I've been knowing this woman since I was a pep squeak. Okay? What I can say to you is her intentions were good in the beginning. But she helped me get a job to one of the ghettoists. <laughs> and you guys have been hearing me speak and talk and and do things for almost a year now. So you all can about depict that my personality is not ghetto. No. It's not hood. It's not ratchet. Um, I am very much of the African American descent, but I articulate. I don't ask me how to spell that because I can't. I speak with poise. I yep can't spell that either. It's just me. It has always been me. Now it does not mean that I can't get with you if I need to get with you. It just means that I choose to speak in a way that does not make me sound like I only have a first grade education. <laughs> um, it means that I'm not going to have people looking at me as if I am illiterate. Nice. Um, I speak the way I write. Yep. And my vocabulary is very very vast. That is factual. And if you get into an argument with me, about 99% of the time you are not going to win. Ever. Because my vocabulary is going to expound. See, there you go. And it's going to continue to expound until I find a way to shut you up. So. See, I would have shut up already. Silly. When you give me this ratchetness I can't do it I'm allergic to it mm-hmm. I don't do nothing ghetto fied um, I have siblings or should I say a sibling but siblings that I will talk to on the phone that I would see once in a blue moon, prayerfully, not in an emergency situation. Because there are certain... I have family, period. Mm-hmm. That I don't go around. Not because I'm better than anyone. Never had that mentality. Never will. Mm-hmm. If they truly needed me, I'm gonna go. I will move mountains for mine. But your lifestyle doesn't match with mine. And I'm not going to put myself in a situation that makes me uncomfortable. Therefore, I don't do it. I don't do all of that fighting and ghetto cussing and yelling and and drinking and fighting. And I, I I don't do that. So because that's not who I am, those are not circles that I choose to be around. Mm-hmm. That's just giving you a little tidbit of Mrs. Sutton. Which is why my husband likes to look at me pretty crazy. Because he is the total opposite. Excuse you. Um, you know. It ain't my fault I know all them. He 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 about that life for real. But what I love about it is that his education balances out. 
Um, you're not going to find him in circles that don't please him either. Unless I have to. Exactly. Um, so we balance each other out that way. Mm-hmm. But we like to laugh because we understand there is a language barrier. Very much. Between him and I. That only we understand. And he will look at me when I speak to him and he'll be like, what did you say and what do you mean? And he can speak to me however and I understand it, but I will never address it the way he brings it to me. Nope. Which makes him mad. So. This is why I let her do most of the talking to other folks because they usually say something to make me angry and I've been fired off something and then mess the whole situation up. And so she's the one that you want to talk to. That part, but. And if she can't handle it, then she call me. And if I come, then that's a whole totally different subject. Problems. So. This boss was ratchet. Hmm. And I mean. Ratchiano. Okay. How you put an O on it in there? I'm just saying. Like. Baby was horrible. This could be by far. One of. To the worst supervisors I can honestly say I've ever had. Okay. Oh no, I I didn't had quite. I done had some that, that this was just one. This one was messy coming in the door. I didn't let her get. I, listen, mind. I didn't even get inside the building. I didn't even know the room of which I was working in, or the nature too tough of my job. Before she approached me and told me, "Don't talk to people because they, they this what they this and that, huh?" I don't even know you, so how are you? Yeah, caused a bunch of mess. Oh lord, have folks not arguing and fussing. The type that would throw rocks, hide her hands. And if you really know me, you know I'm the one that shoot all the subliminals and call all the mess out. Mm -hmm. So there was one particular day um, she claimed that she didn't have nothing to do with talking about a particular outfit that I wore. Mm -hmm. But I knew she did. So I was having a conversation with another co-worker. I said, yeah, people get me. I'm like, they so quick to throw rocks and hide their hands. I'm like, they be up here talking about folks and then claim they don't talk about nobody. Now, this was an all-out conversation with her sitting right there. And, ooh, she's stewing more and more by the minute. You talking about me? I said, well, guilty conscience speaks, doesn't it? Oh, my coworker cracking up. She's like, I can't believe you fronted her like that. And I don't care. She really don't. She decided that she wanted to pick paper up, work up one day and slam the folder on my desk. After I told her I don't like it, she wanted to keep doing it. So one particular day, I took the opportunity to do it back. Because <laughs> I'm one of them. I'm petty. Yeah. I took the golden opportunity and I picked the folder up and slammed it down on her desk. Everybody bust out laughing. I said, I bet you'll quit doing that to other folks. Oh, she did not like me at all. Because I, I was going to find a way to teach you your own lesson. And that's me. I'm not going to argue with you. But I'm going to let you see how it feel for somebody to be you. Because you don't like those actions. So if you don't like it, why would you think somebody else do? And that whole authoritative thing where you think it's okay to abuse your power. Mm-hmm. That's what gets you messed up with employees like me. Because employees like me will find a way to literally dish you back what you give. Mm. And all within the guidelines. Because I'm always going to protect me. Yep. So, like I said, she ran a mug for three years. In my life anyway. Mm-mm. And it was so bad to where I used to call a certain family member of mine and would be going off. 
she took me there to the point to where I had said if I caught her on the street. Oh. And I'm like, I know where you live and do. I know what car you drive and do. And I was all the way serious. God just never let me see her out in public. It wasn't meant. He sure wasn't. Because he knew how retarded you was and he wasn't going to make that happen. He also know that I don't look good in orange, so. But why am I saying this? Because we have to stop abusing power. Mm-hmm. We have to. It doesn't mean take advantage. It doesn't mean that you have to be soft. But what happened to having compassion? Heart? Because in the employee shortage that we have in today's world, especially after that two-year pandemic, Mm. and people not trying to leave outside their house to work, Mm -hmm. you would think that if you have a good employee, you will want to keep them. You want to keep them. Not these folks now. Not these people. And then, because uh, and you're getting back what you set out. Because let me just interject, if I could, as I stated, with the self checkouts, y'all keep talking about y'all. It's a worker shortage, but you y'all keep hiring these supervisors and managers. That ain't about nothing. And then to make it even worse, you trying to figure out why your turnover is so high. Super high. Because now in today's society, it ain't like it was when I was coming up. It was hard as all get out. Yep. To get a job. Y'all know. Yep. If y'all that 80s, 70s, early 90s generation, y'all understand. It was hard as all get out mm-hmm. to get a job, even as simple as McDonald's. Yeah. Now they need employees so bad. They don't care. They hi- they're they hi- hiring anything. Like, literally, you. How, how many times have we done put up to McDonald's or Burger King? Hey, yo, my end. Yeah. Oh, you my people, my need. Like, what? And then, like, I'll never forget because this made me and her both mad, which is a rarity and hard to do. We pulled up to a McDonald's and you know which one I'm talking about. The line wrapped around the store. It's about 10 people between the pay window and the pickup window. Standing around laughing and joking. Ain't doing nothing with the line wrapped around. It wasn't until I guess the manager came in and you can hear her holiday cussing up front to the employees talking about the line and get these people out. First things first. If you as my leader are displaying insignificant termonious behavior. How do you expect me, the employee, to act when you're not showing your leadership? Mm-hmm. If I'm hollering and cussing and I'm way down the street, first of all, I'm costing business. Number two, I like having money. I've never been the type to take money out of my mouth. I've always been the type of guy, when I win, I want to see everybody around me win. Man, listen. I have never been the type of person that if I blow the money for myself, I'm blowing it for everybody. Say what? But then, and I have to go here. Uh, we don't support black businesses. 
Let me help you out with that. Well, I'm not supporting I, that. I, I, you know where I'm about to go. I'm going to be perfectly honest. And I don't care who it offends. Preach on it. And who feeling some kind of way about what I'm about to say. I've tried to support black businesses. <laughs> There's only maybe two black owned businesses that I've been to and that's a strong might. Where the customer service was awesome. And the proprietors of what I was there for was great. And the place was clean. You talk about supporting black owned businesses and shopping black. Who want to go into some ratchet ghetto mess? Man, what? I grew up in the hood. Quincy, Steinway, 93rd, Superior, St. Clair, Huff, Lee Road. Places I wouldn't even touch with my people, though. Miles. Harvard. I still laugh how we grew up in some of the same areas but never ran into each other. Yeah, it's crazy. Union, Kinsman. But y'all keep talking about we got to support each other. Black Lives Matter. Hmm? I've said this before, and I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Black lives matter when black people start acting like they matter. Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to be perfectly honest with the whole entire situation, lives matter. But lives only matter to those that care. Yep. What happened to the days? Where if the elderly was walking down the street and fell, we'd be there to help lift them up. Oh, you sound like you a high class and you grew up in the suburbs. Let me tell you something. And it's very little because I don't really like to talk about myself. This is a true story. I told you I grew up down the way. In the hood, as you like to call it. Inner city is what the true name of it is. Mm -hmm. I moved from Kinsman to Maple Heights. You know, since we talk about Black Lives Matter. Right. Culture shock, right? Yeah. First year in Maple Heights, I was an eighth grader. I'm thinking I'm going to be cool with the other black people that's in the school, right? They all tried to jump on me and beat me up. I kid you not. The only person that came and was going to help me fight them all wasn't a black dude. R.I.P. Rest in heaven to my big homie, Mr. Casey Crow. Coolest Caucasian dude you ever wanted to meet. About four black dudes wanted to fight me. He came and was like, not him. He like, dude, I got you. 
Now, keep in mind, I'm from the hood now, and I'm black. But then no black people come to my rescue. He stood up. And that was my homie, my big homie, until his untimely demise. From 8th grade and ninth grade, that was my dog. And up until that point, none of the other black people that supposedly, you know, since Black Lives Matter, wanted to have anything to do with... Matter of fact, I was in band. We went out to... For those that's old enough, remember uh, Country Town Buffet? Of course. Other black folks. Now keep in mind, these are black folks. I'm sitting at the table with a few of them. I go get something to drink. They pour a whole bunch of salt and black paper and put trash in my food. Oh, that would have been a nice country town. Would have been real country that day. But, you know, black lives matter. No, the only thing I'm hurt about, I never got the chance to say my last goodbye to my dude. And I don't know where his grave is. But I've never forgotten that day. They tried to jump me. Now, I, I can hold my own. It would have been four against one. But that day, when I needed somebody to stand up, it was like, yo, welcome to Maple Heights. You know, I'm so-and-so. I ain't seen no black people around. Well, at least you, uh, you at least you walked through the door. I didn't even get a chance to start Maple Heights before some drama occurred. I no, like seriously, this was some mess, and he made them back up off of me. And was like, you ain't gonna go down with this. And he and the first thing to come out they mouth, you don't even know this dude. He come out here and try to take over. He like, he don't he didn't even seem like that kind of guy. And he didn't know me from Adam. But he was right there. I mean, my whole thing is I've always been cool with a mixture of people. Yeah. Um, it has never been... Oh, I'm only cool with my race. I don't believe in that mess. Yeah. I love everybody. You show me love, I'm going to show it to you. That's just period. But I feel them on that. Yeah. Because I didn't even get a chance to start Maple Heights before some mess. And girls are sitting up here trying to fight me over some he said, she said, we all said. And I was looking like, what? Like, who are y'all even talking about? And what is y'all even talking about? But that goes to show you how easily led yeah. and manipulating the African-American race can be. Very. That you can go off of anything that is said to you. And you go jump with it. First of all, yep. to me, I can't say that we on air. <laughs> Only weak people, that is not the term I wanted to use. I'm going to let y'all know that now. Come on, baby. Um, jump folks. Yeah. It's it's astounding. If you got to jump somebody, the question that I have for you is, are you that weak that you can't fight on your own? I don't even understand what I did. But the point and the fact of the matter is, we grew up in that time where jumping became very popular. Yeah. Um, and it got progressively worse over the years. And it still is. 
These kids out here jumping for I don't. You I need don't, fifteen people for one person, and ain't never understood it. Because to me, you threatened if you got to go get back up mm-hmm. to fight somebody. You got to be. Because if you got that much beef with that person, why you can't fight them head up? Why you got to go get four, five, six, ten other people? I had a whole neighborhood trying to jump me. Yeah, Granny told me about that. That was crazy. It took a whole neighborhood. Yeah. For what? On my birthday on that. These heifers had baseball bats. Y'all don't even understand. Oh, yeah. And let me be the one to tell you. I have a big little sister. <laughs> That's retarded. Woo. And when I said she said y'all ain't nothing ran out there. And remember, these chicks had baseball bats. I don't know who they thought they was about to hit with that. But I digress. Needless to say, ain't none of that go down. And they quit trying to fight me. But again. I don't understand this jumping stuff. I don't understand what happened to fighting somebody head up. That's not even a a thing nowadays. These kids coming with guns, knives, weapons, baseball bats. But the questions that I have to ask is what leadership are they exhibiting? There you go. You thought we forgot the topic. Sure didn't. Because it ties. Because kids learn stuff from somewhere. And don't give me that bull crap about TV. Or rap music. Or movies. Or, or, or tell uh, anything on television. Listen. My children will know. If you can't fight them head up, don't fight them. Because if it's going to take... First of all, what people don't understand is you selling your soul when you do that. Because when folks sit up here and help you, they want something in return. And going to get it. Ain't nothing in this world free. So when you make your loyalty to people, come on, girl, please be careful of the price you paying. Because it's always a price. Always. So when you go get a gang of folks, oh, yeah, I help you jump such and such and so and so and so and so. And you do it. Okay. But just remember. That you that you gonna be a part of that nice little lawsuit too. Amen. That you gonna be a part of that nice little jail time too. And uh, they always looking for a snitch. Yep. Oh, and, and here, I'm glad you said that because this is the craziest part that don't nobody understand. And I'm going to risk this. If they want you, whoever the weakest person on that team is, they will offer them money and a free ride if they snitch on you. Let me say it again. If you're wanted, and you're the big fish. Ain't nobody going to protect you. Because if they do. Mark my words. 
they going to get just as much time, if not more, for being an accessory. So my whole thing is, we have to be careful of being managers. Because people think managers is just jobs. No, you're a manager of everything. You're a leader whether you want to be one or not. I've said it before. Management. Somebody always watching you. Management is effective for everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Be careful. Please be careful. Because this ghetto ratchet stuff that folks think is cute. This stuff ain't cute. This piss poor management. It's not cute. And you got people out here who need their job. Who need their position. And may not have a choice in the matter. So do they deserve to be bullied? Mm. Picked on, lowballed? Because it seems to be a common theme today that people don't seem to understand. I watched the manager do that. Yeah. I had one. Oh, she was evil. She was a manager I had in high school. Shortly after she mysteriously fired me and nobody told me I was fired. Shortly after that, she was fired. Hmm. Understand me, don't know, see and go unpunished. It really doesn't. So be careful with your leadership. Think before you do. Just had a nice little situation where leadership really should have been thought about. Because let me help you out. Please understand that people mimic what they see. Come on. Oh, come on. Yep. And that excuse, oh, they don't know. (laughs) That's a lie. If you don't want the rug pulled back on your dirt, Mm-hmm. Pick the rug up and sweep it yourself. Sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Because I'm telling you, and I'm praying, because when the rug is sweeped out on this mess. Oh, I'm changing my phone number. You don't have to because it ain't got nothing to do with you. Nope. I still won't change it. I'm just saying, when the rug get pulled back on this mess, a whole bunch of leadership going to be in question. Yep, don't call us. But, guys, I had to come in here because I'm telling you, this has been a week, okay? I I, I, I mean, I had folks literally think that they was going to abuse their authority with me and my husband's money. Yeah. They tripping. Ooh. I'd have been in the two arguments with two different companies in the last 24 hours. Yep. Sick. Yep. Do y'all hear me? Sick. Sick to the point to where I came home and threw up like four, five times. And before y'all get the comment, go, oh, congratulations. Tell anybody. Well, we, don't, we don't never know. Until the doctor say so. So I will tell y'all this. When we find out, we will let our After Effects family know. In the meantime, do not be in our inbox talking about what's the news. Okay? (laughs) But y'all can go in there and give us content y'all want to hear and topics y'all want to discuss. And come on, y'all. You know, if y'all want to jump in on some of this stuff. Let us know. Let us know you want to be a guest on the show. We would love. Oh, my personal favorite is the debate. So come on with some debaters. 
give me some topics and let's let's fight this out. Oh yeah, because we got one coming up called Narcissist Narcissistic that we gonna be knocking out. But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, I need to ask y'all a favor. So we trying to do something for our our shepherd, our leader, our apostle. Um, like this dude literally give his all in all. Yes, he does. Um, and I've been trying to figure out what how to go about this. Like, I love this dude so much. Um, he he's been having some issues with his truck. So, you know, if y'all could help me do that, I will promise I will. <coughs> Do the videos and upload it on our YouTube page. Um, I really want to get this truck done for him. Uh, It's going to cost a little more than I got at the moment. I'm waiting for some more stuff to come in. But uh, you know the CA is GCC Love. You'll see my picture pop up. So if uh, y'all interested in helping me bless my apostle because it's going to get done, um, please go ahead and cash out uh, whatever you can. And uh, we're going to go ahead and bless the man of God. And he's truly a man of God. He ain't one of those that, you know, ask for help. And he ain't asked me to do this. It's on my heart because he done done so much for so many people. I just want to show him that I'm where I am because God allowed him to speak it to me and give me what I got. So, you know, you guys can help out. It will greatly appreciate it. Until the next time, this is King Solomon Jr. I'm Mrs. Sutton. And this is the After Effect family. So God bless y'all. Talk to you later. Peace out.